you know what that means. The old man, the old guy, Tom Brady is back. This is Jake with Radio Underland giving you the shitty news of the day. Anyways, first off, Tom Brady calls off retirement. The seven-time Super Bowl world, world champion quarterback says he's returning to the Buccaneers. It appears Tom Brady kept leaving the door open for a potential return to the NFL for a reason. On Sunday, three days before the official start of the 2022 offseason, and just one month after announcing his retirement, Brady revealed on social media. What did he say? This is what he said. Okay, this is his post. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG, which means let's fucking go. So Tom Brady is back. Word is not in whether he'll be using a walker or what he's going to be doing on the field, but he's definitely coming back. You know, funny thing is, I was looking up Tom Brady's net worth, right? They say he is worth about $250 million, but guess who's worth more? His wife, Giselle, $400 million. So that's four. That's $650 million between the two of them. That's pretty insane. Anyways, Tom Brady's coming back. I'm sure a lot of Tom Brady fans out there are just, uh, they're willing to suck his dick over that. That's for sure. I wish I had Tom on this show. He Tom's a big, a big, 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 big Tom Brady fan. In a totally unrelated news story, one thing I did find was that Goldman Sachs, you know, they've got some big buildings and all that kind of stuff. So they re- they uh, required everybody to come back to work. And how did that go? <laughs> well, only about half of the people showed up. So uh, let's see. What is his name? His name is um, Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon. Anyways, he's been repeatedly insisting that employees return to the office full time. Uh, He views remote work as a temporary aberration. But on the day the investment banking giant reopened its U.S. offices in February after shutting down during Omicron, just 50 percent or about 5000 of the building's 10,000 workers returned to its New York headquarters despite receiving more than two weeks notice. In early March, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who has been on a uh, mission to bring office workers back to the city, he hosted a town hall meeting for the bank's employees. Uh, while the internal gathering was closed to press, Adams later told the media that Goldman had just a couple of thousand employees working in person, a far cry from a full return to the office. So a big, huge drop in attendance, and I think there's a, a lot of people that are just getting used to this, working from home in their PJs, watching porn on their breaks and stuff, and they just do not want to get back to the office. I mean, do you blame them? It's one of those things, man. I saw this other article the other day where they're talking about, you know, uh, hold off of charging your electric. Ve- it was an old story, but they're talking about holding off your charging your electric vehicles because of the power grid concerns and all that kind of stuff. And then we've got these gas prices that are out of control, pushing us to electric vehicles if you can afford it. Uh, but then we have a power grid that can't support it. And then we have people wanting, you know, like Goldman Sachs for employees that just work on a computer. They want them back in the office, which is going to cause, you know, fuel and all this other kind of, I don't know, is, is, is working in, when you're working behind a computer, when you're working remotely or, or whatever, your job is just entering data, emails back and forth. You work on a computer screen. Is it really necessary to be in the office? And I know everybody says, well, you know, we miss the synergy of being involved in the office and all that other kind of stuff. All of this, all of this is coming into play where the metaverse is just going to, this is where the metaverse is going to excel. It's going to excel where people can 
interact with people in the office, but do it from home. Uh, because I think this, you know, like New York City's had a huge problem where nobody's going back to work in the city. I don't know how LA's doing. I haven't seen too many articles about that, but just people do not want to get back into the office. And the the fact of the matter is, is why should they? I mean, that commute, people that commute to LA, I'm I'm assuming the commutes in New York are horrendous too. And in, in, in a lot of these major cities, but especially LA and New York, San Francisco, these commutes are just ridiculously, they eat up so much of your life um, that why, why? And I understand the old school thought, man, we need to get people together. They need to be in the same room. But I think this is where the metaverse is going to start to excel. You have progressive companies that are in the cutting edge of it. Of course, Facebook, because they're, you know, huge behind the metaverse, um, where meta, uh, Facebook, they, they removed all the restrictions as far as location for hiring for jobs because they have people come to their virtual offices and do it virtually. I think we're going to, you know, this one thing that's coming out of this Omicron, this COVID pandemic, all this other kind of stuff. I think we are going to see a bit, a major shift to people permanently working from home. And as you see in Goldman Sachs, they opened up the doors. They gave people two weeks notice to get back to work and only 50% showed up. And, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's a pretty bold statement right there. And Goldman Sachs, the reason why the president was saying that they need to be working in the office, they hire like a thousand college interns every year. And he says that we have a very high, um, what do they call that? Like a, not a discipleship program. That's getting a little too religious this early in the morning, but a, uh, apprenticeship programs where they work hand in hand with these college kids, uh, to train them up in the Goldman Sachs way of life, you know? And, um, so the, the, the CEO was saying that we need the people in the office to facilitate that apprenticeship programs with the college students, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a drawback. I don't know how you do that. Um, I, I guess you get the college kids in these virtual offices with people and stuff, you know, just in the metaverse, but I understand his, I understand his point of view, but I mean, it's going to be hard to get people back working into the offices. Well, apparently this kid's boots were made for walking. Actually, doesn't say whether he's walking or not, but this proclaimed hero, a Ukrainian boy, travels 620 miles or 1,000 kilometers to safety with a phone number written on his hand. An 11-year-old Ukrainian boy named Hassan was treated to a hero's welcome in Slovakia this week when he crossed the border after traveling 1,000 kilometers. Fleeing the war with Russia, his mother had sent him to safety unable to leave herself. Can you imagine 11 years old and shit's going down in your hometown. Your mom just says, Hey, uh, go that way. Now it doesn't say whether or not he was hitchhiking or what, but he did make the 620 mile journey to Slovakia. And I quote, the boy came alone with a plastic bag, passport, and a telephone number written on his hand. That was the Slovak embassy in the UK, a Facebook posting about Hassan's trek. Officials praise him. Well, I just fucked that up, didn't I? Anyways, officials praise him for his smile, fearlessness, and determination of a real hero. Interior Minister Roman Mikulek says Hassan and his siblings have asked for temporary protection, posting images showing Mikulek meeting with the boy and other children at a table with snacks and sodas. That's it. Get him hydrated with that sugar. Uh, I am very grateful that they have saved the life of my child, the boy's mother, Yulia Pizetskakia. 
said in a video posted on Facebook. Um, I went to check out the video, but it's all in uh, Ukrainian, whatever they speak, Russian, possibly. Uh, there's no English subtitles or English uh, translation, so I can't play it for you. But the kid made the 620-mile journey. Apparently, the phone number on his hand was of some relatives in Slovakia, and they contacted it at them, and the relatives took the boy. But 620 miles. Apparently, okay, so you're asking yourself, why didn't the mom go with him, right? Why did she say just send him on his own? Well, apparently the mom has a mother, so the child's grandmother, and she can't move on her own, so the mom had to stay with her. Yeah, that's a little bit of a dilemma. Do you stay with your mother and send the boy on his own? That's kind of like a little Sophie's Choice right there, isn't it? I don't know what I would do. Uh, I can't imagine sending the child on his own. I think I would figure out some way to get grandma rolling, you know what I mean? Put her in a wheelbarrow, something, tie her to the bumper of a truck that you're hitchhiking on, do something. But this mom made the decision to send her child, and he made it. He made it. The boy's staying with relatives. Hey, everybody. I just got off the phone with Kim. I told her to stop antagonizing me with this TikTok thing. I said it's never again. I am her father. I know y'all don't respect fathers and the idea of family and media tries to promote something. I said I am not allowing my daughter to be used by TikTok, to be used by Disney, uh, I have a say so. And then when people say, oh, they're going to use this for you in court, I don't even, I didn't have a say so on whether or not they went to Sierra Canyon. Most men do not, there's no such thing as 50 50 custody with, with, in society today. That's not, that's not even, it always leans towards the mom. But right now, and I'm happy that you guys got to see just a small piece of what I dealt with. You understand what I'm saying? So when we had the Donda 2 release in Miami, I got a flight for all my kids to come from Calabasas to come in Miami to see the kids. Then an uh, assistant uh, hit me and said, all the kids, you know, the, they said the kids are there. When the plane took off, I got a text from Kim that said, uh, North won't be on the plane. You see, this is the kind of stuff that's just like the Chicago birthday party. And I'm glad that y'all saw in the variety piece what I have to deal with. Here go another thing. The Doves high school basketball game. We hold one in California. My my daughter loves basketball. I want her to see the league that her father is starting. North can't go to that game. Now we got Sunday service the morning, uh, this morning at 10 a.m. And it's... North had a sleepover, so she can't come to Sunday service. I moved the Sunday service up to 10 a.m. so that I can go to Saints soccer game at 12.30. Move the entire thing. Well, that's uh, Yee. Uh, Yee having some problems with Kim and North showing up to his. You know, this guy. Uh, you know, I was watching. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it what was it called? Genius or Genius or whatever. The documentary that's on Netflix regarding uh, Kanye West. It's actually really, really good. Um, it really breaks. It, it, I, they started filming this guy way back when he was making beats for other people, and they had all this footage and they edited it together. And the whole documentary is very interesting. It's very good. Now, it also shows that Kanye's knuck and futs. And uh, the whole thing with Kanye, like I really don't care, but he is a nutball. He's 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 a little insane. 
And I could definitely see Kim having a problem sending the kids with him. But, you know, here he is. He's moving Sunday service, trying to get North to show up. Him and Pete Davidson. It's funny. He starts this off by saying, you know, uh, he doesn't want to use the kids and TikTok and all that other kind of stuff. But, I mean, he's been making all this stuff public from the get-go. I mean, he just released a new song that has, it's a, like an animated video. And he has it animated with Pete Davidson. And, and what does he do to Pete Davidson? Does he hang him in there or something like that? I, it's something outrageous. I forget exactly what it was. I watched it real quick. I had it playing in the background. But, you know, Kanye makes everything public, and then he turns around and says, hey, I don't want, you know, Kim, don't make it public with our daughter. It, it's like, fool, you make your whole life public, man. You, you you make your fights with Kim. You were The other day on Twitter, he was posting text messages back and forth between him and Kim. Uh, he's just being a real dick, but I don't think he's mentally stable at all. And you watch the documentary, you could see he has these episodes where he just, you know, he's he's he's, he's just losing it. He's just losing it. It's it's pretty tragic. Uh, you almost feel bad for the guy. And then he's in this position where, you know, he's insane. He has his moments of clarity. And then he just goes off on these tangents. And he really thinks he is like the smartest genius that's ever existed. And really all he's doing is just a bunch of psycho babble. It's a really interesting documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's called like Genius or Genius or whatever the hell they they called it but you know Kanye West Netflix you can find it it's pretty interesting but then he's doing this whole thing with Pete Davidson he was texting Pete Davidson the other day hold on let me pull up this article um so Pete Davidson to Kanye uh he was okay let me get this in the extended back and forth Davidson claimed that he has actually stopped SNL for making fun of Kanye West because he doesn't want the father of my girl's kids to look bad the almost entirely one-sided feud between the artists formerly known as Kanye West and Saturday Night Live star Pete Davidson took on a new dimension Sunday when an extensive text conversation between the two men suddenly appeared online. A message from Pete, comedian Dave Sirius, Sirius who used to write for SNL and also co-wrote Davidson's 2020 movie The King of Staten Island, which was another really good movie. Uh, he included screenshots of the alleged text initiated by Davidson, who began, Yo, it's Skeet, a reference to Yee's preferred nickname for the man who is now officially fucking his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. Page Six also claims to have confirmed the texts are real. Sirius deleted the text from his Twitter and Instagram accounts just a couple hours after he posted them. Uh, but let's see, let's get into these uh, messages. Let's see. Uh, uh, so from Pete Davidson, it says, Yo, it's Skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m., and it don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever seen. What she does for those kids is amazing. And you are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore. And I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. Yee's response. Oh, you using profanity. Where are you right now? <laughs> this, is, this, this, this is the best. Where are you right now? And uh, he says, in bed with your wife. And he posts a picture of him in the bed. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I got to root for Pete Davidson on this one. I really do. Because Kanye just being a dick. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I read that. He's calling uh, Kim Kardashian the best mother I've ever met. Davidson apparently urged Wes to please take a second and calm down. Uh, I've decided I'm not going to. Yeah, I just read all those messages. I love these news articles where they post a picture of the text and then they just regurgitate it in the in the uh in the text below it anyways uh it's the photo that seemed to have prompted west to post a video earlier on sunday in which he said at this point it's going too far god please the boyfriend texts me 
He's antagonizing me, bragging about being in bed with my wife. Well, you know what, Kanye? You're the one that asked where the fuck he was at. I don't think he was antagonizing you. He's just telling you to knock it off. I Okay, what I think we need to do is we need to get these two jackasses in a ring. Get Joe Rogan on this, put him on a UFC undercard, and we'll have Kanye and Pete Davidson. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling, uh, I have a feeling Pete Davidson would definitely kick Kanye's ass. I don't know why. I think Pete Davidson's got a little bit of that, like, uh, I don't know where he's from. I don't know much about him, but he feels he feels to me like he's got a little bit of that uh, New Jersey street in him. You know what I mean? I think he could take out Kanye, have him rearrange his jaw a little bit, get, maybe fix Kanye's jaw that's all fucked up with them teeth and, you know, where he's got that weird underbite like a bulldog. But Pete Davidson, Kanye West going at it. Uh, West released a music video in which he tortures... Okay. 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 So Kanye, this is the funny part, right? So I told you earlier about that video that uh, Kanye West just released here recently in the video, he tortures beheads and buries an animated version of Pete Davidson. Yet Kanye has the balls to go to Pete Davidson and say, you're antagonizing me. I mean, where's the logic there, man? Where is the logic there? Oh, man. So after Pete sent him the video of him in bed with <laughs> Kim, uh, Kanye responds, happy to see you're out of the hospital and rehab. And then Pete says, same here. It's wonders what those places do when you get help. You should try it. I'm in L.A. for the day. If you want to stop being a little Internet bitch boy and talk. <laughs> and then uh, Pete Davidson says, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. And then uh, Kanye responds, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. And then uh, Pete says, why don't we meet after Sunday service and Saints game? I'll be at the BHH. We can have food and talk it out in my room privately, one-on-one, man-to-man. And then Pete says, what you are doing to your family is dangerous and going to scar them for life. Please handle these matters privately, bro. I beg you. And then Kanye responds, you want to see me come to Sunday service? Yeah. Where he has, you know, a million bodyguards around him and he's totally protected in his little Kanye ye bubble. Um, this isn't public dude. I'm not here for pictures and press. Davison said in response, which is obviously all you care about. He then revealed that over the past few weeks, he has stopped SNL for making fun of the rapper which they've wanted to do for months. He also claimed he has prevented stand-up comedian friends from doing bits about Wes because I don't want the father of my girl's kids to look bad out there. I have your back even though you treat me like shit because I want everything to be smooth, Pete Davidson continued, but if you continue to press me like you have for the past six months, I'm going to stop being nice. Ah, you know, I think they I think they just need to bitch slap each other and get it out. They, that's the only way this is going to come to an end. They need to settle this man to man. It needs to go to fist and cuffs. I hate to be old school like that, but this is one of the situations where somebody needs to get bitch slapped hard. And uh, I'm I'm rooting for Pete Davidson on that one. Definitely. Definitely. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the well, apparently Pete Davidson isn't the only person being beheaded in a video. Saudi Arabia broke a record. You ready for this record? Saudi Arabia executes a record 81 people in a single day. Put that one in the record books. Yeah. 
Saudi Arabia executed a record 81 people in a single day on Saturday. Reports say it is Saudi Arabia's largest mass execution in modern history. It tops the execution of 63 militants following the worst ever terrorist attack on the Grand Mosque in Mecca in 1979. Uh, The state-run Saudi press agency announced the executions on March 12th, saying that the aforementioned individuals were arrested, tried in Saudi courts, through trials overseen by a total of 13 judges and three separate stages of trial for each individual. Uh, The crimes of these individuals, what did they do? Well, they say they're pledging allegiance to foreign terrorist organizations such as ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Houthis. So Saudi Arabia getting the body count up. Uh, Some people are complaining, saying that it's not a a beheading. That's what they normally do. They behead with a sword. They're saying that that's not any more of a deterrent than prison time. But I'll tell you what, for King Salman and Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince, it sure is a hell of a lot cheaper. So if you're in Saudi Arabia, watch out who you pledge allegiance to because, uh, you know, Pete Davidson is not the only person getting beheaded over there in a Kanye West video. They get a little hardcore over there. I was looking to see what kind of reasons that they use to, uh, you know, death penalty there in Saudi Arabia. And a lot of times it's nonviolent crimes, including uh, sorcery and adultery. So just watch yourself in Saudi Arabia. All right. A little virtual insanity. Okay, so I saw this parent post, right? And this just shows the level of insanity that people are being indoctrinated with, that they believe in, that is just nuts, right? Okay, so this is in in a Facebook group, and it's parents of transgender non-binary kids, okay? And he's all, okay, or she's all. I'm just going to read the post. And you can see what's going on. Attention, mamas of trans girls or any kid who wants to tuck. You know what they're talking about tucking, right? I don't have to be descriptive. I found the cutest, most comfortable tucking underwear on Etsy. My daughter, my son daughter, loved them so much I messaged the seller and asked her to put together an entire pack of them for us. She's extremely tiny. She can still wear 3T clothing at six years old, but it's short. And these fit perfect. They go all the way down to a size four toddler, which is what my daughter got. If you're looking for panties that will give a smooth look and leggings, etc., I highly highly recommend these. I'm sharing a link to the shop, but she let me pay via Facebook to make it easier. The photo I'm posting is the set of undies she made for us. She also has the guinea pig ones from the listing so cute the guinea pig one they're talking about is just the uh, print so here's a mom that has a six-year-old son that is uh giving advice for the proper underwear if you want your six-year-old son to tuck their penis so they can be a girl no i'm, I'm pausing on purpose i'm just letting that sink in that that that, that this is okay and there's parents out there that are Tucking the penises of their six-year-old kids. 
what the hell is wrong with this society? I know we were just talking about Pete Davidson, but he's in the news again. And uh, this just came out earlier about two hours ago. And apparently what's going on is Pete Davidson. How far would he go to get away from Kanye West? Well, apparently out of this world. SNL star Pete Davidson to head to space as Blue Origin's latest celebrity passenger. Pete Davidson will become the latest celebrity to fly to space with Jeff Bezos' rocket company, Blue Origin, in a brief suborbital flight slated for later this month. The company announced Monday morning that Davidson, the Saturday Night Live star who's become a pillar, pillar of entertainment, intrigue amid his relationship. Okay, let's try and read that again. The company announced Monday morning that Davidson, the Saturday Night Live star who's become a pillar of entertainment intrigue amid his relationship with Kim Kardashian, will fly alongside five paying customers on Blue Origin's 60-foot-tall New Shepard rocket. The launch is slated for March 23rd at 8.30 a.m. According to Blue Origin, the announcement comes after CNN confirmed earlier that Davidson was in talks with the company for a seat aboard it's supersonic rocket, which launches vertically from rural Texas launch pad on Bezos Ranch. Uh, let's see. What is the price of that flying on that thing? Isn't it like a million dollars or something? Davidson will be joined on his flight by five paying customers. They include Marty Allen, an investor and former CEO of Party Supply Store. Jim Kitchen, an entrepreneur and business professor. George Neeld, a former associate administrator for the Federal Aviation Administration Office of Commercial Space Transportation. Mark Hagel, an Orlando real estate developer, and his wife, Sharon Hagel, who founded a space-focused nonprofit. It's only a 10-minute ride, man. You know what I'm reading here is SpaceX is the only company that actually uh, offers trips into orbit. Uh, Blue Origin, they just do like a super high, it's suborbital. But I'm trying to look for the price. I was trying to, let's see, how much does it cost? Uh, okay, I was overestimating. It's only $250,000 to $500,000 to uh, take a flight on Blue Origin. I wonder why the variation of two hundred fifty dollars to $500,000. But anyways, so half a million dollars for 10 minutes in suborbital. So you can come back to land and have Kanye uh, ridicule you for not really going into orbit. Come on, are we going to put money on that? Is Kanye going to sit there and say, yo, Pete, you really didn't even go to space. Kanye's going to have to up him and go over with uh, Elon Musk and actually get into space. That's a lot of money for a 10-minute ride, man. It's a whole lot of money. Well, in other news... Hey, you guys remember this track? Killer music video for this back in the day. Remember the video ends where you think it's a dude like doing all this damage and then it turns out to be a girl at the end of the video? Prodigy, what happened to those guys? Anyways, an MMA fighter released following a rape accusation before attacking two more women. Yeah, yeah. Charles Goodwin, an MMA fighter and business management student at Liverpool University, has been found guilty of seven separate charges 
including three charges of rape after he was released without charge and further attacked two women in separate incidents. Goodwin, 21, of Hillbury Street, Liverpool City Center, who described himself as a sex god and a hopeless romantic and a Charlie Big Bullocks, I think it's like Charlie Big Dick, in Liverpool Crown Court, was initially released from police custody after an initial accusation before sexually assaulting an undergraduate less than a year later. Convicted in January of this year for raping two women and sexually assaulting another, the MMA fighter has been told to expect a lengthy period of imprisonment by a Liverpool Crown Court judge after he was found guilty of seven separate charges. I'm taking that from uh, the uh, lowkickmma.com. The guy looks like a sleazy Wall Street kid. Huh. I'm just waiting for the chorus. Where's the chorus where it says smack my bitch, y'all? Or smack my bitch up. Low-brow music for these stories, isn't it? I mean, what am I going to do? You going to sue me? Smack my bitch up. There we go. Now I can end the track. All right. That's all I needed. I just needed that smack my bitch up. That's all I needed. Right, this song has nothing to do with the first story I'm hitting today. So, dude looks like a lady. What could I be talking about? Uh, let me feed this down. So, I was uh, roaming around Reddit today. Okay, first, okay, let me stop this because I was roaming around at Reddit, and there's a. It's all based around this voice sample that I got to play for you first. Okay, so the first game we're gonna play is this a man or is this a girl? Okay, so listen to this. Listen to this clip real quick. When the sunlight strikes raindrops in the air, they act as a prism and form a rainbow. The rainbow is a division of white light into many beautiful colors. These take the shape of a long round arch. All right, it sounds like every chick that I hear on Audible, right? the horizon. It's a girl, right? According to legend, a boiling pot of gold at one end. People look, but no one ever finds it. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's a girl. Well, anyway, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I can't imagine making this kind of a mistake in my life, but. On Reddit, there's a post from in the confession section, and it says, I detransitioned, but will never be the same again. I have a man's voice. Here's some clips for reference. I uploaded to trans voice, so we just heard that. I basically screwed up my life. I'm only 18 and made a stupid decision to become a trans man when it wasn't right for me. I wasn't really trans, but just wanted to avoid sexism and as a bisexual masculine woman who is a powerlifter and a boxer. I wanted to fit in with the guys, and I pushed this to the extremes. I'm currently getting laser hair removal, which is working really well, but the one thing I'm most upset about is my voice. It's never going to go back to normal unless I have surgery, which is so invasive, it can cause you to never speak properly again if it goes wrong. I was supposed to go to university this year, but I'm so insecure, I'm growing out my hair and desperately trying to look more feminine. I'm off hormones, and I've heard that the skin readjusts and you get changes when stopping testosterone, which I hope are true. 
I used to be such a pretty girl, even without wearing makeup, and now I just look like an ugly dude. But luckily, the only thing is none of my actual bones have changed. It's probably just muscle and fat changes, which are reversible. But yeah, just wanted to get this off my head. I was really in a bad place a year ago and thought transitioning would cure it, but it wasn't for me. You know, that's really interesting that this 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 girl, sounds like it's college age. This was posted 11 hours ago on Reddit. Um, it brings the it brings up the question of we we hear all these stories in the news about you know doctors quickly prescribing testosterone and 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 whatever altering drugs to young adults and uh, you know here's one that's and there's there's a lot of stories out there like this here's one that definitely had regrets a year after they started the process and started to you know rearrange their body growing out hair and all that other kind of stuff. Like what kind of, I mean, we have a waiting period to buy a gun. I mean, what kind of waiting period should you have before you buy a penis or a vagina or boobs or something like that? Or what age? Because I, you know, I really strongly believe that somebody that's like, okay, so this person, let's see, they're getting ready to go to university. So they're what, 19 years old. And so they're making these decisions when they were 18. I don't think somebody's fully developed. And they said right here that the reason why they changed, I wasn't really trans but just wanted to avoid sexism as a bisexual masculine woman who is a power lifter and boxer. I really wasn't trans. So I mean, if it feels like this, okay. It said right here on the first line, I'm only 18. So she was doing these when she was 17 at 17 years old. Should a 17 year old be allowed to make these kind of changes to their body? It was, I mean, kids are, the, the problem is, is at 17, 18, at 18, you think you know it all. You think you're the, sm the sharpest knife in the drawer. You think you're smarter than your parents. You think you know what's going on. But when you go back and you look at that and go rewind from 30 years old or 40, year old, 40 years old, you really realize how stupid you really were. Uh, I, I don't know. I just don't know if, if kids should be able to do this because I definitely I know 18 is enough to send them off to war, but they can't get buy a drink here in America. And 18, uh, man, it, those are some big decisions. It feels like there needs to be a waiting period, like there needs to be more uh, psychological evaluation. There needs to be something going on. Uh, but then the libertarian side of me says, yeah, don't re regulate anything. And if a kid wants to chop his dick off, let him chop his dick off as long as he's not hurting anybody else. Um, but the thing that we're not taking into consideration, are they hurting themselves in the long run? You know, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a juggling act. I'll, I'll, I can tell you what, I can tell you what, if it was my child, right. And I know my child at 18 has the right to do whatever they want to do. Okay. Well, hopefully I would raise my child in a way where they would listen to me. They'd have some respect for my opinions. And I would say, okay, all right, listen, listen, you want to chop your dick off. You want to get tits. You want to go become a stripper in Vegas. I totally understand. Okay. But you're, 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 you're my, you're my son. And, uh, I understand what you're going through. I think you need to talk to somebody. And I think you need to not get crazy and jump to any conclusions right off the bat. I would do my best to persuade them into some therapy, uh, a therapist that I would vet, I would check out and see what's going on. But I would definitely, I would not let them just say, you know, kid works, wakes up on Saturday and says, hey, mom, Monday, can we chop my dick off and give me tits? And some parents these days are just like, yeah, fucking let's do it. Let's get this boy some tits. Okay. Um, and I'm not. I just think that, you know, people need to slow down, take some patience, man. You'd hate to make the wrong decision when you start doing this kind of stuff. Like this girl think luckily it was only like, it looked, sounded like testosterone where she started growing hair, her body started changing. Um, but you know, 
then it gets much serious, more, much more serious than that when they start chopping off their penis and tucking their boobs and all that other kind of stuff. I don't know. Just entering interesting story that I saw on Reddit and uh, thought it, you know, that the dude maybe looks like a lady or something. Well, on this Reddit confessions page, man, there's some interesting stuff going on. Let me read one more since I'm here right now as I peek out my microphone. Anyways, this one says, I'm an executive for a large multinational company. My credentials, education, and references are fake. I, I guess these confessions could be totally made up on Reddit. But anyway, it's still interesting. So, so obviously, I won't say which multinational corporation I work for, and I'm keeping this vague, but I forged everything I needed for a job like that, including my degrees, letters of recommendation, and experience. I did it mostly as a joke, but they never suspected, and I nailed the interviews and figured out how to do my job, essentially, and delegated other things to the people under me. It's been almost two years, and no one has a clue. I dropped out of high school, and most of my work experience comes from Jimmy John's, which, by the way, if you haven't tried the number seven East Coast Italian, I highly recommend it. In summary, though, you can indeed fake it till you make it, and I'm living proof of that. I make over six figures now, and less than five years ago, I was making sandwiches at under $30,000 a year. Fake it till you make it. little taking back sunday for you emo kids out there all right well it has been fun this has been uh just a cap through some of the news uh don't let the don't let them bring you down pete davidson head up with kanye you know hang in there anyways it's jake with radio underland news if you want to hit me up hit me up at jake at radio underland.com that's my email you hit me up there any questions comments uh, likes, like, subscribe, share, you know, all that other kind of stuff. And I will uh, get you later, man. You guys have a good one. Be good humans. Do the right thing. Like, just like Spike Lee said, do the right thing. All right, man. Talk to you later.